All right. Welcome back. Happy Halloween. That's right. It's Halloween tonight. I appreciate it's not Halloween as you're listening to this, but right now, as I sit here recording this podcast, it is Halloween. Yay. I live in the center of Denver, but in a residential neighborhood. And normally we have a lot of kids knocking on our door. One year we ran out of candy. That's how many kids we had knocking on our door. And this evening, we've probably had five groups of trick-or-treaters. One of them, by the way, the first one, was our little neighborhood kid who lives five houses down. And the only reason he knocked on our door was because he loves our dog. He doesn't know our names, but he knows the dog's name. That's the only reason he approached our house. And other than him, we had a few knocks. And I got a text from my neighbor who lives two streets over. And she's like, oh my God, we're on our fourth bag of candy. I can't believe how many kids there are this year. And I was like, wait, there are none on my street. It's like honestly getting a really bad Yelp review 12 months after the fact. Like apparently my street gave out really shit candy last year, words got around, and no one is trick-or-treating on South Elm Street anymore. And no, it's not because of the scary address. They fucking braved it last year, but apparently this year, they're not coming. I just got back from a week in England, which was lovely. It was wonderful to see my mother. Loved the weather. Being sarcastic, I didn't love the weather. It literally rained from the moment I landed until the moment my plane took off again. I lived under an umbrella for a week. Thank you, Mum, for giving me an umbrella. Maybe it's because I've lived in the States now for so long, and maybe it's because I hadn't gone back for like a year and a half, but... England seems so much more English now. Like, everything just seems so delightfully British. For example, I was on the train with my mother. We were going up to London for the weekend. And the train conductor announced that we were going to be stopping at the next station and they were going to be adding another train to our train so that we were a jumbo train and then we were all going to go up to London together. Now we sat at the station, the train kind of went back and forth a little bit, sat there a bit more. Train then went back and forth a little bit and they were obviously having difficulties attaching the other train. And uh, eventually the train conductor came back over the tannoy and he was like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're having some issues connecting to the train behind us. Does anybody have an adjustable spanner on board? (laughs) oh yeah yeah thank you for asking you know what I do have an adjustable spanner in my purse let me hop off and I'll help you connect to the train behind (laughs) I was the only one that kind of giggled when the train conductor was saying this message everybody else around me was just like oh yeah like normal normal affair they didn't even flinch 
Uh, by the way, a spanner is a wrench. Which also in itself, the word spanner is very English. When I left London, I hired a car and I drove back to my mum's house. And it took a long time because I stopped off at a friend's house for a delicious lunch on my way down. Um, so probably took about five hours or so. And the reason why I know that is because in the UK, at the top of the hour on every radio station, you have news headlines, which is something I actually really miss in America. You get commercials here, uh, you get weather forecasts, or you get a traffic report, but you don't get any headlines. Um, and I listened to the same story five times over. They only had three news headlines and they decided to include this particular item as one of their three, not just one of their three, their second most important headline of the day. The first one was understandably Brexit. And the second one that was selected was about ducks and swans and how ducks and swans in the United Kingdom are getting very thin and dying because 10 years ago, the environmental agency came out and said, stop feeding all the ducks and swans bread and croissants because it's bad for them. So everybody stopped feeding the ducks and swans. And now the ducks and swans, 10 years later, are really thin and really hungry because no one's feeding them anymore. So the message behind it is they want everyone to start feeding them again. So people, if you see a duck or a swan, please, please feed it. That's my PSA. In other British happenings, my mum owns a small share in a racehorse. And when I say small share, she owns one three thousandth of a racehorse. So basically the tip of its ear. And she was super excited because her racehorse was going to be racing on one of the days that I was with her. So she was like, oh, this is great. We can put the TV on. We can have a glass of wine and we can watch the horse race. And I was like, yeah, that sounds really fun. I'm really down for that. And the morning of the race, I come downstairs and mum's like, horse isn't racing. And I was like, wait, why? We were all getting, I was like, literally like uncorking the wine. She was like, no, no, I got a letter from the uh, owner's group and um, the horse doesn't like running when it's dry. So they've pulled him from the race. And I was like, wait, what? So mum's racehorse, <laughs> she's investing so much time and emotion and love in, will only race in the rain, which I guess is a good thing he lives in the UK. So the one tiny window of time where there was no rain during the seven days that I was there was the time that my mum's racehorse was due to race. For my husband's birthday, she got him a one in three thousandth share of a racehorse. Also, a different racehorse. And as a result, we get um, newsletters from the owner's group once a month. And I was reading through the November one. And half the newsletter, I'm going to pick it up right now. Half the newsletter is updates about all the different horses in the syndicate. And then the other half are letters or emails that have been written by syndicate owners like my mother and my husband um talking about their horses and their investments and honestly it's comedy gold one caught my eye this month 
Ronald B. wrote in saying, I am not a person for many words, but I had to say something about Janice F.'s comments in the October newsletter. Wow, capital letters. And I was like, well, fuck me. What did Janice F. say? So I rifled through the drawer. I came up with the October newsletter and I found the offending email, which had got Ronald B. so worked up. Janice F. said, I bought my dad a share in Sabrina, which I'm assuming is the racehorse. And I thought that she would run before the 1st of October because that's when my share in her ends. We feel ripped off completely. She's saying when you have a share in a racehorse, you expect it to run so that you get a share in the prize money. You are just a load of charlatans. I mean, Janice F, have you done the math? If the horse wins 300 pounds, because these horses are just running in like local regional races. They're not doing the Grand National. So let's say Sabrina, your racehorse, comes second and wins 300 pounds. Well, divide that by 3,000 and you're going to make, I don't even know what that is, 10p? And she's upset that she's not earning prize money? She'd be really pissed off if she had shares of my mum's horse. If she found out that the horse doesn't even race if it's not raining. The last wonderfully British thing that happened was actually just as I was flying back and I was going through duty-free and uh, I was stopping to buy my husband some Clinique aftershave. And as I was purchasing it, the sales lady came over to me and she was just like, have you ever looked at our lotion range? And I was like, no, I haven't. She was like, would you like to? I was like, I have an hour and a half before my flight. Why not? Now in the UK, when you shop, you tend to be largely left alone by the sales clerk. You just go around, pick up what you want, and then you pay at the register at the end. There's not much selling involved. Of course, the opposite happens in America where you walk into a shop and everyone's commission-based and they jump on you and you get showered with love and fake compliments and then you end up buying a sweater which is four shades too green. So I was expecting this woman just to point me in the direction of the lotions. But no, she came over with me. And um, she was like, so let's talk about your skin. And I was like, okay, how would you describe your skin? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I have no idea. And she was like, I know, would you say that you have like a bit of an oily T-zone? I was like, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. And she was like, you wouldn't say that you have a bit of an oily T-zone. And I was like, um, no. And she was like, okay, well, just look in the mirror. Now, now, would you say that you have a bit of an oily T-zone? And I was like, well, you've asked me three times. So I'm picking up that you think that I have a bit of an oily T-zone. So my response at this point was, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. And she was like, and would you, would you say the rest of your face is quite dry? I was like, no. And she was like, you wouldn't say that the rest of your face was quite dry. And I was like, again, you've repeated yourself a couple times now. So yes, I would say that my skin is quite dry. I didn't end up buying the lotion, but I was just amazed at this new type of 
extremely passive aggressive sales techniques. I've never experienced a sales technique like it before. And you know what? I really have time for it. It was quite fun to be told in a polite way, what is wrong with your skin or appearance? <laughs> Delivered in such a way you don't even realize you're agreeing to it. Uh, anyway, I've managed to get through this whole podcast recording and there hasn't been another knock at the door. So in case you're wondering, Halloween was a bust. Thanks for listening. Like what you hear? Check back in each week to hear another episode of Fabs' High Review Podcast.